Okay. I believe, I believe. Well, do you know what we're doing tonight? She said we're supposed to go through this book, but we'll do that next week. I got something, so... Uh, Okay, turn with me to John chapter 8. I do not have a nugget uh, this evening. And John chapter 8. Oh, okay, well, maybe I hear myself echoing. Okay, glory to God. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as we look to your word. That it gives us insight and inspiration, Father God, to, to that which will make us more mature, Father God, and be a zealot in the works of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Just John chapter 8. And we want to look at verse 32. Jesus is speaking. That's 8, John 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We have to learn how to live in truth. So that we can communicate with God. So that we are, will be willing to receive what he would want us to do. So we have to expand our capacity to receive from God's Word. Okay, so now we're going to turn to another scripture quickly. Let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 8. That's Proverbs chapter 8. In Proverbs chapter 8 verse 33 it reads, Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. And from the Amplified, it says, Hear instruction and be wise and do not refuse or neglect it. I think uh, there's, that we all fall into one of those categories. Sometimes we just kind of neglect uh, some of the truths that we know. And, you know, uh, because it's more easier for us to compromise than to follow through on the word sometimes. So we need to uh, change that and follow through on it. Again, uh, verse 33. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. So uh, don't allow the realm of the world to determine our attitude or our direction because it will change our attitude um, and bring destruction to God's point of view in our lives. We can't compromise on God's word and, and it bring full uh, manifestation into our lives as it should. It's also important to know that the truth uh, 
To know the truth, we need to receive it and walk in it. Otherwise, we will be deceived and destroyed by the enemy by not following through on the word. Okay, I think we all know that. Um, let's, go. let's go up to verse 5. Same, same chapter, that's uh, Proverbs 8 and verse 5. All ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Uh, from the Amplified it reads, O you simple and thoughtless ones, understand prudence or self-confident fools, be of understanding heart. Uh, we have to recognize that uh, we have been crowned with glory and, and honor by the Lord, and he has given us favor. I mean, when you're born again, you, you have favor. Uh, and we have to we need to begin to walk in this favor that he's given us reason, maybe this is going to be unfavored tonight maybe reason this is to take place uh, we're saying that uh, this year is a special year and we need to bring the favor of God into this year okay um, we have a great privilege the favor of God that will change the situation and circumstances that we're in if we have God's favor upon our lives um, let's go to Psalms so, not so, yeah, Psalms Psalms and all the way to the 5th chapter of Psalms Fifth chapter of Psalms, and look at the very last verse. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. Well, if you're born again, you are righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with the shield. From the Amplified it reads, For you, Lord, will bless the uncompromising righteous. That clarifies it even more, the uncompromising righteous. Him who, has, who is upright and right standing with you. As with the shield, you will surround him with good will, pleasure and favor. So this year we need to stoke up the, the fires and get into God's favor more. Amen? Uh, the word favor from the Webster's Dictionary Friendly or kind regard. A friendly or kind regard. Approved. Liking. Partiality to support. Advocate. Or um, enforcer. To help. Assist. Have preferential treatment. Well, that's pretty good. You know, I mean, the Lord says, I'm going to give you preferential treatment. I mean, if you're in the back of the line, guess what? <laughs> you go up to the front line. If you're driving around the parking lot, you say, Lord, I need a good parking spot. 
you circle around, there's the parking spot. I mean, I think I better use that when I get in the line of that grocery store. <laughs> See, there's always some place we can uh, use favor. Now, let's go to Psalms 119. Psalms 119. We're going to see how the psalmist uh, brought about this favor. Psalms 119. Now, let's look at verse, look at, begin with verse 58. Psalms 119, verse 58. I entreat thy favor with, with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. According to thy word, be merciful to me. Treat me with favor. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. I thought about the way it was going, I'm going to change. In other words, read it from the Amplified. I entreat your favor, it's verse 58, I entreat you, your favor with my whole heart. Be merciful and gracious unto me according to your promise. I consider my ways and I turn my feet to obey your testimonies. Are your words. Let's forget about doing our way. If we do it God's way, we will have favor. And this is something that we need to develop. Amen? We need this preferential uh, favor. Amen? He turned their world around. Gave them, gave them the desires. Uh, the results were your expectations will be fulfilled above and beyond what you dream, think, or ask. But you have to have favor. You've got to call on favor. And it means you need to, if there's areas in our lives that we need to clean up, we have to clean them up. Otherwise, you know, we can call on favor all, all day long, but if, you're, if we're not right in God's eyes, the favor is not going to come. And it said the, uncompromis the uncompromising righteous. You can be righteous, but you're compromising. We're compromising. We need to do it God's way and God's way only. Then we have true favor. Now, the tr this truth will set us free. This means that we need to put things in proper perspective. What's the proper perspective? Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 6. Familiar scripture, Matthew 6. And verse 33, this is the proper perspective. Matthew 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. From the Amplified, but seek, but seek in, act, and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his ways of doing and being right, and then those things taken together will be given you besides. Now oftentimes, things in our righteousness. So this is the way God would do it. And so we do it that way. But it's not the way God would do it because we're using our own reasoning for this favor that we're calling upon. 
You know, I did this for uh, the little old lady walked, you know, walked the little old lady across the street. Now I need faith. Now I'm going to have faith. Well, it's not, you know, she, maybe she didn't want to walk across the street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that we, we do things we need to fulfill, find out what, what the little old lady wants, you know. Okay. If we're not grounded and rooted and have the right relationship with God, you will not receive God's favor. We have to be grounded. We have to be rooted. Seek ye first. That means there, there has to be a commitment. There is a cost involvement. It's like we, we heard Sunday. There is a cost involvement. And sometimes we don't want to pay the cost. We want the favor, but we don't want to pay the cost. So we compromise. And, yeah, Lord, how many people when we stand before the Lord are going to say, I did such and such in your name. And he's, he's going to say, I never knew you. Well, that's going to be heavy. You need to do it God's way. Quit, you know, quit throwing our alibis and excuses for not doing it God's way. And, and if you want more to know about God's way, get into Proverbs and find out what he's talking about. You know, Okay, let's now turn back to the Old Testament and find the book of uh, Isaiah. And we're going to go to the 8th chapter. That's the book of Isaiah, chapter 8. Finding favor. That's Isaiah, chapter 8. Now we'll look at verse 18. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given me are for signs and wonders in Israel from the host, from the Lord of hosts which dwells in Zion. Okay, from the uh, Amplified. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given me are signs and wonders that are able to take place in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. Wow. Well, that's Old Testament. Well, let's, let's bring it back. You know, if you were a Jew today, and there are Jews today, could they claim that? Right? They could claim that, you know, for signs and wonders. Are we not engrafted into the vine? We're just branches. If we're grafted into the vine, this particular verse can be used for us. We can be used for signs and wonders. It says in the last days, his people will see visions and dreams. Amen. It says that you should lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You should speak a word. You speak, cast out devils. That's a sign and wonder. If we're favored of God, we will have signs and wonders for us. That means we need to walk that. We need to be committed. 
He's called us to do it. We need to just step out and do it and say, well, you know, that's up, that's up to the, the soul winners to do that, you know. I'm laying back. No, he didn't just say so-and-so and so-and-so and, so and you're excused. Hello? Hello, I'm hurt. This means the impossible things in the natural will be set aside because we have favor. And the supernatural things will take place for signs and wonders. That's supernatural. That's for us today. In the last days, signs and wonders will take place. What do you mean signs and wonders will take place? Well, look at the sky. We just, last year we had the, the blood moons. We had that super aurora moon or whatever it is, a giant moon. Those are signs and wonders. It's telling us that we need to step out. Begin to do the signs and wonders that we've been called to do in the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, let's now turn to the book of Luke. Back to the New Testament. That's Luke chapter 2. Oh, glory to God. Let's see if I got this one right. Well, I didn't write it down right. Too quick. Okay, let's go to verse. What's in here, I know. It talks about Jesus, that he had favor. That should be towards the middle. Okay, but in verse 50, 52, it says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Favor can be increased because we line up with God's word. We are trying to do exactly what the word of God says. So favor is increased as we follow through. Amen. So we can increase in favor. Well, all through this new year, we can increase in favor. I mean, things should get better and better and better and better from glory to glory to glory. Because we are increasing in favor. As we get into God's word, we increase in his favor as we begin to be obedient to what we hear what we read and what is told to us. Amen? Okay. Back to Proverbs chapter 8. And Proverbs chapter 8. That's Proverbs chapter 8 and we want to go to verse 33 again. Hear the instruction and be wise and refuse it not. 
Blessed is the man, verse 34, Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. For whosoever findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. Hear instruction, or hear the word, and obtain favor of the Lord. So that means we need to seek God continually in our lives. Um, we need to want to, We need to be more intimate in our relationship with God. We need to be obeying. Uh, uh, we have to remove all negative attitudes that uh, or habits that we have developed in the past. All negative habits should be dropped at the first year. Well, if you haven't dropped them, let's. Get rid of them now. If the Lord shows you you have a negative attitude, get rid of it. Wow. For he who findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor. So that instruction in God's word brings us favor. So as we learn more of the instruction, the word. That means we move in a progressive state of success. That means we move from the natural into the supernatural because God operates in the supernatural and he brings us into that supernatural state with favor. I think uh, Joseph, not Joseph, but Joshua found favor when he was fighting the Amalekites, whatever their name is. And we're not quite there reading the Bible through, but if you recall from last year, he had to win the battle. And he asked, okay, Lord, if you want me to win the battle, have the sunset stay there. Let me win this battle out. And the sun stood still for a day and a half or whatever it was, and they did in or slew the enemy. That's divine favor. That's, that's going from the natural into the supernatural. Because he had favor. It says that when Moses went up the mountain, Joshua stayed at the tabernacle. He didn't stray from God. He could have went back down with the rest of the, with the rest of the group, but he didn't want to pollute himself with with those that did not have a commitment. And we find out there was no commitment because when Moses came down, uh, Joshua said, "Hey, they're having a good time down there." He says, "They must be wanting really to do the Lord's work." He says, "There's no commitment there. They're living God." golden cow that they're some old heifer that they developed out there. <laughs> so we want to move in the, we want to be able to move in this year from from the natural and succinctly moving into the supernatural. But it's only going to happen as we follow the instructions of the Word of God. You know uh, I, like I said, it's going to cost us something to do it. It may cost you 
that TV program or, you know, whatever you like doing best, you know. He may say, I want you to eliminate that at this point, and I want you to hone in with me. Just because you, you eliminate sometimes, okay, like, uh, let's go on. When we fast, sometimes we, we fast. Oh, we're doing a great job of fasting, but our minds are not with that fasting. It says fasting and prayer. We fast, but we don't pray. Well, we haven't been, we don't move into the supernatural, and those things that we, we, we have fasted and prayed for don't actually come about and are saying something's wrong. Well, yeah. We, we have not counted the cost. We've got to follow through on what we're called to do, or what we're saying we're going to do. Okay. So we need to look at it again. Verse 35, Whoever, For whosoever findeth me, findeth life, shall obtain favor of the Lord. Glory to God. So we need this year to expect the favor of God. When you walk into the doors here, you need to know that you're favored of God. That he's listening for your voice as you sing. Oh, I'm singing in my heart. Well, okay. I, I talking talk about TV program just a moment ago, but I saw a TV program a long time ago, and uh, this guy was faking. Um, he was crippled. He was in a wheelchair because he had done something. And uh, he went to this place where, quote, miracles were taking place. And a person walked in there and that was blind and came out just jumping and leaping and praising God because his eyes were, you know, made whole. He says, oh, this is perfect. I'll get it. I'll go over in there and I'll walk out. Ah, this wheelchair and I'll think something happened. Great. So he goes rolling into the, into the, you know, and does his little thing, and he gets up out of the wheelchair like, you know, God heal me, and became blind. Oftentimes, when you're trying to pull the wheel over God's eyes, you get stuck by the devil. So let's have a commitment to God's word like he says, follow through on it. Okay, I don't know what that, how that came up. We want to have... We need to expect the favor of God. Expect that doors would be open this year. Amen. Expect to be blessed coming in and going out. So when you go out, Amen. better start saying, I'm favored of God. I'm expecting a blessing. When you get up and like, I'm expecting a blessing today. I mean, God says, let us reason together. If we're not asking, okay, he says, Jesus said, you, you have not because you. So let's start beginning to ask. Lord, I thank you for the favor in my life this, this day. It's going to be 
bring great joy and comfort to me this day. Expect to, to have promotions. Expect to have greater blessings come upon you. Expect someone to give you a lottery ticket and you, you win the whole thing, you know what? <laughs> no, that would be something else, but I mean, you know, expect God, God's blessings. Expect that favor. So, Sunday when you come in, some of you need to say, I found favor. I didn't do that thing. Okay. Uh, let's now turn to, uh, go back to the book of Psalms, and we want to go to the 44th chapter. That's Psalms chapter 44. That's Psalms 44. And we want to look at verses 1, 2, and 3. For we have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days in their times of old, how thou drivest out the heathen with thy hand and plants them, how thou didst afflict the people and cast them out, for they got not the land in the possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand, thy arm, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast a, hast a favor unto them. Thou art my king, O God, command deliverance for Jacob, or Israel. Command deliverance for the Christians. Thou hast favor unto them. Wow. We cannot acquire victories on our own. Strength and might. It's his favor upon us that brings the victories. Amen? Amen. Favors brings or gives you confidence. Let's go to Psalms 89. Psalms 89. Verse 17. Psalms 89, 17. For thou art the glory of their strength and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. Glory to God. From the Amplified. For you are the glory of their strength, their proud adornment, and by your favor our horn is exalted and we walk with uplifted faces. When you have favor, glory to God, things are, you are surrounded by God's shield of faith. God is a God of love, grace, and mercy. And he looks to promote those who walk and learn to live by the word. Wow. You cannot stop someone who has favor, the favor of God upon them. You can't stop someone who has the favor of God upon them. They will be the head, not the tail. Okay, let's go to New Testament. 
for a couple of scriptures. Ephesians chapter 2. That's Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 7. That in the ages to come that he might show the exceeding richness of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. From the Amplified. He did this that he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace, his unmerited favor, his kindness and goodness of heart towards us in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's boundless. Just like that song we, we sang. No limits. The favor upon you has no limits as we follow through on it. It's just like our faith. We've been all given the measure of faith, but until you begin to exercise that faith, it remains small and dormant. The more you exercise your, exercise your faith, the greater things are accomplished. Amen. Glory to God. So, we need to ask again for that favor. For, surpass, for having that surpassing ability of God in our lives. His presence, His favor is at our disposal. Oh, Glory to God. Luke. Let's go back to the book of Luke, chapter 4, four again. Not again, but chapter 4. Luke 4, 19 from the Amplified. To preach the acceptable, accepting and acceptable year of the Lord, the day when the when salvation and the free favors of God produce abound, okay? It says it's it's abounding. The free favors of God abound it's like like they say picking cherries off off the tree or apples off the tree they, they abound it's our picking boy those are beautiful out there those are so wonderful looking at the fruit and eating the fruit are two different things you can still starve just looking at the fruit he says, eat it. Receive it. Amen. It's there for us to have. Psalms 103. We sure going all over the place, aren't we? Glory to God. Hallelujah. In Psalms 103,
We're going to look at verse 13. We'll begin. As the Father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth him that fear him. In other words, from the Amplified, it says, as a, that's verse 13. As the Lord loves and pities his children, so the Lord loves and pities those who fear him with reverence, worship, and awe. Well, that's, when we do that, we come into God's favor. When you reverence God, have a, uh, a worship of him, that puts favor on you. This is the set time. I don't know if I got this one first. Verse 18. To such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens and the kingdom to rule over all. Amen. It's we just have to expect favor. God's expecting you to do something. For us to do something. I'll put it else. We're about done. Let's go to James chapter four. In James chapter four. James chapter 4, looking at verse 6 from the Amplified. But he gives us more and more grace, power of the Holy Spirit to meet this evil tendency and all others fully. That is why God says, God sets himself against the proud and haughty, but gives grace continually to the lowly, those who are humble enough to receive it. Let's talk about some favor. Return back with me to uh, Ephesians 6 this time. That's Ephesians chapter 6, looking at verse 24, which is the last verse from the Amplified. Grace, God's undeserved favor, be with, be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ, with undying and incorruptible love. Amen, so let it be. There's that favor. But it's for those that what? Have an incorruptible love. Some of us need to brush up a little bit. Um, enough if you have a little bit of rust and you don't take care of it on your car, I mean, today, nowadays, most cars are plastic bumpers and stuff like that, but uh, in the old days when you had a scratch on your bumper and if you didn't keep a, <coughs> pardon me, a coat of wax over it, that rust would develop and eat like a cancer and then pretty soon that thing looked ugly. Okay? So that's, we need to keep all the 
things away from us because your favor can, can be destroyed by allowing a little bit of lust in our lives. Okay? Those who love the Lord are obedient and have special favor beyond the general favor. You can move into God's inner circle. Remember, Jesus had 12 disciples, but he had an inner circle of three. Those had special favor. They hung out with Jesus more. They understood him more, or should have understood him more. They saw uh, heaven open up. We can have the same thing. We, we need to clamor to be in God's favor of the inner circle. Yes, all, all. When he sent them out, when, he had, when they had 72, he sent them out by twos, and they all proclaimed, even the devil's... Uh, Run from us. He says, don't, don't worry about that. Everybody had that, but they didn't have that, that favor, special favor, the inner circle favor. Jesus was more intimate with them. I think, you know, that should be a goal of ours in this year, to get into that inner circle with Jesus. Wow, come on. It's uh, <laughs> Expect favor. Lord, I want to be, in, be with you and be one of the inner circle. What do I have to do to get into the inner circle? And unfortunately, for some of us, we're going to have to drop a few things. We may have to clean up a few things. We may have to be bolder about certain things. You know, it's the only way it's going to be. It's only take place. And Daniel says, "Those that be strong shall do great and mighty exploits." That's the inner circle. We need to be the inner circle people. Put it that way. Uh, John chapter 12. In John chapter 12. Glory to God. Finish it in time. John 12. If you look at verse 26. We'll read the whole thing, but we want to look at the latter part. Um, from the King James, If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall, shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Let's read it from the Amplified, verse 26. If anyone serves me, he must continue to follow me, to cleave steadfastly to me, conform conform wholly to my example in living and if need be in dying and whenever and never, wherever I am there will my servant 
be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him or have favor upon him. Let's get into the inner circle. You need to draw near unto him. And then when you say, Lord, I'm drawing near. I'm expecting to favor. High favor. Not just favor. Because all the, all the, all the, when he went about all of Jerusalem, uh, of Israel, he found 12 of them. Those were the favored of his. But there were only three that were intimate favorites. Uh, Favored, you could say. Let's go for it. Second Corinthians. Uh, getting close. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians, uh, chapter nine. That's Second Corinthians, chapter nine, looking at verse ten. Now he that ministers seed to the sower both ministers bread for your food and multiplies your seed and increases the fruit of your righteousness. From the amplified, and God will provide seed for the sower and bread for the eater will also provide the multiplying multiply of your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness which manifests itself in act active goodness, kindness, and charity. That's talking about, to me, that's talking about some favor there. Wow. We need to plant seeds to bring out favor. Favor will have no power until we let it flow to others. You need to allow the favor that you have to bless others. And then it will grow. Favor is not for I, me. It's for others. Proverbs 8 One after, we have one more after this. Proverbs chapter 8. That's Proverbs 8, verse 17. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, good the riches and righteousness. From the Amplified. I love those that love me, and those who seek me early and diligently shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth, righteousness, unrighteousness is in every area and relation, and right standing with God. That talks about high favor. So, favor's at our door. It's, re it's ready to serve you. Favor is ready to fall on top of you. I mean, you can be just smothered with it. But you got to open the door. you got to receive it. You need to call upon it. 
It's like the faucet. You go, you go to, to the sink to get a drink of water. You have to do what? To the faucet. You have to open it up. Favor is that way. You have to open up favor. And following instructions of, of God brings forth favor. And finally, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. First Corinthians chapter three, looking at verse twenty-one. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. All things are yours. The man fight. So let no one exalt proudly concerning men, boasting having his this or that man as a leader. For all things are yours. That's one of the things that we are talking about. Favor. It's ours. Ring the, ring the bell. All things are yours. Go forth and do exploits for God. You have favor. Dare to do something for God. Know that second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 we walk by faith and not by sight so I don't, I'm not seeing anything walk by faith call in favor it's yours to ha be had it's yours for this year Amen. and the next year if the Lord should tarry favor is upon you Those that be strong and want to do the exploits for God. Amen. Okay, let's learn the truth in favor. Okay. Anybody need prayer this evening? Um, I don't know what if she's going to be what she's going to do with this in the morning or we bypassed it today or tonight. Amen. Let's all stand. We'll close. Father, we're praising you.